Juru. No. No. S'il vous plaît. All right, welcome to our latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Levy. Brian Hucko. We've got a good show for you guys today. As we hope we, we, well, hope we do. We, we never really do know when we start. No, we? it's we, always we never, up in the air. Yeah, not until the end. And then we're always like, wait, this was okay, right? Yeah. We should L- do this again next Life week. Life is a risk, so there's nothing you can do. Thank you for editing. We can edit and mask over the garbage that <laughs> we continually right. produce. God forbid anyone ever ask us to do this live. Oh, uh, yeah, well, yeah. We've got a great show, I do think. I do think it is. We're going to do what we usually do, and that is cover last weekend's 10 Premier League matches uh, and uh, do it in a, in a context of how you can uh, – Prepare your fantasy soccer lineups for next week and beyond. And as we discuss those matches, we're going to include all the fun things that you've come to know and love. We're going to get a very special How to Say with Brian J. Yeah. Our player pronunciation segment. Oh, boy. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Da- Brian's. We've asked Brian to set the record straight this week. Hey, you, you know what I just realized? What? And I don't know why we haven't come up with this yet. Huh. At some point... This podcast will have its own <laughs> pronunciation guide that we can put up against. That belongs on our website, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's Absolutely. happening. That's happening. Look that, for that later this that, week. That seems way too obvious. Yeah. We have told way too many people how to say certain <laughs> names, and we I will put that once we have it put together. I will put that up against the NBC pronunciation guide any day of the week. It does seem to be... Sorry, uh, I did not mean to... Hi- I went no. on a little rabbit trail there. Yeah, no, it's true, though. We, we do tend to rebel against the NBC pronunciation guide on a regular basis. Yeah, absolutely. With good reason, we think. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to do that again today. Just a little teaser. That's going to come up a little I, bit I like later. Him. Or maybe. Maybe not. No. I, I don't know. Brian's going to leave it. <laughs> yeah, I've asked him to we'll make see. sure that the pronunciation guide's right. How about that? Sure. We'll see we'll if that's s- We'll see. So we're going to have that How to Say with Brian J segment, which is always one of my favorites. Uh, I've got my fantasy half point I plan to hand out. And, I mean, after these last uh, sets of matches, we have to do an injury roundup. Oh, then no doubt. So many injuries took place that are going to affect your fantasy lineups, no no question. So we're going to get into all that. But first, we need to air our dirty laundry for a moment. You know, sometimes, you know, when you have three people working together, sometimes you've got to... You have to confront one another. You have to you work things out. Uh, and so, uh, Dave, I did that with you uh, last week after our last show. Do you, you want to fill everyone in on what I'm talking about? No. Yeah, tell the people. At, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Tell the people at home what he means. Yeah, Dave. I think you're referencing uh, an editing snafu on the release of the title of the pod. And how it was put together, right? Well, it was less the extra colon in the title and more... <laughs> I had actually forgotten about that, to be honest with you. It's more your uh, your excessive use of exclamation, exclamation points. points. Yeah. So, listen. Life is too short to be bland. <laughs> and the more exclamation points, oftentimes, Brian, the better. Yeah. It, it gets your point across. Mm. Like, it, it shows your level of angst and or excitement. I mean, it's such a powerful, it's a such a powerful symbol, the line and the dot, yeah. right? For the exclamation point. Because it can it can 
give you the perfect temperament of what you want to try to communicate. Yeah. Mm. That's why you have a tattoo of it on your back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All up my back. <laughs> the long line and the dot. Wait. I don't know how else to say. <laughs> I am really exclaiming this whole thing. <laughs> exactly. No, Scott, I'm not is a that fan. a problem? Yeah, I think one 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 is enough. <laughs> and honestly, in our episode titles, we probably don't need any. That's that's my opinion. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, we always have clever enough titles without without Listen, all that in, extra. In, in fairness, I was barely, barely <laughs> got that last week's episode out as I'm trying to get out to work in the morning. Thanksgiving and week. Last time. couple things, yeah, yeah. It just it, the last couple editing things just kind of. Uh, I missed. Slap. I missed. Slap dash. Hopefully that won't happen. Happy, <laughs> won't happen happy Thanksgiving, week. everybody. Yeah, I hope everyone had a good good holiday weekend. For those in the United States, we celebrate Thanksgiving. Uh, that's a long story. Google it. Look it up. We're not going to get into it. I, I hope um, that the history on that's somewhat known at this point. But it's sort of the beginning of the holiday, in quotes, for the U.S., uh, from Thanksgiving to sort of New Year's and Christmas. Which and, means more soccer. And it doesn't mean vacation. I know in, in the in the UK, when you go on holiday, you literally go on, on what we call vacation. So it's not really the vacation season, but it's mm-hmm. the, the celebrating holidays season. This <laughs> Thank intro, you for that clarification. This yeah. intro might make some people go on vacation. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Let's get to the magic. Yeah, let's do it. Chelsea 2, Tottenham 1. We have was, to start there. It was a bit of a grind, but Chelsea maintained their first place position on the uh, goals by Pedro and Victor Moses, which as I read those names, I realize, I mean, those were two uh, castaways under Josie Mourinho. Yeah. But here they are scoring goals. Christian Eriksen gets one for Spurs. Scott, I wanted to pick up on something that you said. You said first place Chelsea, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting because they're in first place. But you know what they also have? <laughs> you made me doubt for a second. <laughs> You know what they also have? What do they What do they have? They have a first place striker that That's plays true. for them. They also have the first place midfielder that plays for them. They also have the first place defender that plays for them. Hmm. They also have the first place goalkeeper that plays for them. Chelsea owns first place in the table and in all of our fantasy hearts at the moment currently. Well, wow. not the hearts. Maybe not your heart. But statistically, but you can't deny. they own the top spot everywhere. Yeah, I mean, come on, seriously? That's all I really have to say about it. <laughs> In the previous three matches, Chelsea allowed only two shots on target. The Spurs had six on target. And Spurs looked great in the first half until the last minute of the first Tottenham half. Tottenham looked really good though, yeah. most of the game. Mm-hmm. Especially a, the first half. They had a couple half. small lapses, and... One could argue um, that without Danny Rose in there and or Alderweireld, that that game looks a lot a lot different. I mean, when you're playing, you know, a lot of people were questioning Pochettino's lineup choices of playing Vimmer at right back and, and instead of like at center back where he played with Vertonghen last year. Mm-hmm. I, I, forgive me, uh, Alderweireld last year and then Dyer um, in Rose's spot, but that wasn't the case. Dyer was in the middle, Vimmer on the outside. And it it took a little while, but Chelsea figured out a way how to attack it. Uh, at least Costa only got an assist in this one. 
But I think at this point, he's on four yellow cards. Let's say he didn't get a yellow card, though, did he? Uh, no one could instigate the four, the fifth yellow out of him. I think at this point, should it's, just stop hoping for it. Yeah. I just don't think it's going to happen. Nope. It might not happen either. the rest of the year. If Brian, you said it before this week. If Tottenham can't get a yellow card out of him, then no one can. If if uh, is there Dembele. some is there somebody somebody's out there that has to be able to who's feisty? Well, ever since Martin Skirtle left the league. Oh yeah, that's true. It hasn't hasn't been the same. The only the only hope left is that uh, Koscielny can do it the next time Chelsea and Arsenal. Maybe Arsenal play. could play Paulista. He did a lot. He did it before. Yeah. Well, okay. Pretty sure Costa won that one though. Didn't yeah. he get Gabriel sent off? Yeah. That was a, uh, that was a good moment. Uh, I guess Whatever. we have to talk about Pedro. We should talk about Pedro. Erickson, is it worth talking about Erickson? Erickson got a, a, a wonderful Yeah, goal. finally. Uh, Tottenham's schedule upcoming is very friendly for the... Oh, okay. No, it's, Fair, it's, it's fairly friendly. It's, it's very good. I think Swansea it's very good. at United, out of form. Hall and Burnley, and out of form is not the name of a club. I was referencing Manchester United. <laughs> um, so Swansea, United, Hall, Burnley, Spurs' upcoming schedule... Erickson, in my book, in my opinion, not my book, uh, has not been really playable this year. Is he starting? Be, is he going to become relevant? And or is this the time you buy Harry Kane, Brian? Yeah, I think so, but is I it, don't know how you get him. Without get, without getting rid of Aguero, I well, don't know. That's easy. We'll get to it. You could sell. I mean, everyone's selling Lukaku, right? Uh, yeah, but I think a lot of people. Can you still, sell? Still could. I just think you there's enough money in the bank. There's enough. There's little enough bit. of a gap Kane's there. It's more expensive a little bit, but it's not. It's his not price egregious. and his price went up this week already. Kane, yeah, so. I think you're you're basically you're gonna have to do what I did, which was sit on my one transfer this last weekend so that I could have two. Yeah. In order to be able to, or uh, just take a minus four, or or you take a minus four, but uh, that would put me behind you in the table, and I did not want that to happen. Hey, I'm coming on like a freight train. <laughs> you better watch out. So I sat on my transfer, and uh, now I have the the maximum two going into next weekend. Yeah. So my plan is to sell Lukaku, buy Kane, and then make up that uh, that that dollar, that that pound. That I, I'm losing out on by buying Kane, making up somewhere either in defense or in the midfield. Yeah, okay. where it's possible to get a bargain bin deal. But bottom line is, hey, try to get Harry Kane in your lineup, right? I mean, that, I mean, that's what that's what we're saying, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yeah. it, yep. Brian, you don't. Well, no, I no, I we said we just feel like it's it would have been nice to have done that a couple weeks ago, even if you're not going to get the return this week. He did score in the first ten minutes. It was called. He was offside. It was called yeah. called offside. Yeah. So for a second there, it looked like uh, you could never underestimate the goals that were scored and not counted. Right. I mean, he and it was close. So, um, you want to talk about Pedro? Yeah, let's talk about Pedro. Let's just say he's he's not owned very much, and he's had he's had three goals, four assists, plus the five clean sheets that they've had in the last six matches. I mean, the guy's having a great run. The only problem is he's only averaging a little over seventy-four minutes a game in the in that six-game run. So he, get, he gets subbed off for the most part every match. Yes, um, but he's been really productive in those times. Yeah, slight, he's a, very he's slight a good yo-yo, player. A slight yo-yo. If you look at his last six matches: six thirteen, three sixteen, three seven. 
I would take that. I think anyone would take oh, that. Yeah. But a slight bit of yo-yo. I guess the concern that I have is that, okay, he's doing it during this stretch when everybody on Chelsea's doing it. Yeah. Is this going to be sustained for the rest of the season? Or are we going to see what we saw in the first seven weeks when Chelsea struggled, which was 0 2 4 0 one, one, one. Yeah. That's the question. If you're buying on all these guys on Chelsea or in first place, you're buying on Chelsea continuing to perform like they are right now, uh, or at least close to this level. I, w- I would take just a couple, I'd take a few points less per week and still, I mean, you know, 13 3, 16, 3 7 is a great five match run. I'd take a little less than that and you're still getting a good deal. The, the Chelsea formation change was huge. Story of the season. I think what it's done is it's freed Pedro up to have less defensive responsibilities. Sure. Because he doesn't have to cover Alonso or Aspilicueta or whoever's on that side. And so it's maybe even kept him fresher and put him in a better counterattacking position. Sure. I buy that. So so I don't know. I I mean, at this point, everyone in Chelsea, I mean, at this point, it's crazy not to try to get at least three – Chelsea players in on your team. You think you go with it as long as, until it's not working? Why not? Right? Right. Sure, sure. I mean, everyone on their team is scoring is for the most part scoring fantasy points. That's know? right. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see. That, I mean, right now the, the that formation change is the story of the season, and and these Chelsea players are benefiting, and and your lineups might be benefiting if you have them. That is going to be interesting though to see as their uh, schedule gets tougher again. Well, they got City. This uh, this yep. Saturday morning at seven thirty. It's the first game of the weekend. What a, a game to kick off! Now, <clears throat> I think that game might be knock on wood. Uh, well, I'll just say it because I'll be wrong. But I would guess you hope for a high scoring game. But I feel like anytime two big clubs play, it's always low scoring. It's either zero zero or one one or one zero. It's a West Brom score. So Middlesbrough. I, you know, maybe maybe the defenders score well. Maybe the uh, – I just don't think there's going to be a whole lot of goals. Okay. I mean, they have as nice of a run of matches yes. after City that anybody are going to have. And it's – I mean, I think it would be a lot for those teams to all somehow collectively knock Chelsea down a peg. Right. I agree. Well, before we leave this match, there is one player whose name has to be pronounced wrong. And this is where we go to Brian Jay. For our how to say with Brian J. Brian, I'm starting to hear a trend in the way one young Spurs midfielder's name is yeah. pronounced. I need you to set the record straight. Okay. I, I love Arlo White. I think he's one of the best sport, not even soccer, but sports announcers in the world. Hey, he's very good. Very good. Nothing against Arlo White. Nothing against Arlo White. He's just doing what his bosses tell him to do. Which is follow the NBC pronunciation guide. I have that on record, that, Scott. That's true. You do. You do. You do. Personally, you do. Yes, I have a personal thanks. message from him. Thanks for nailing that down. <laughs> <laughs> he follows the pronunciation guide. So tell me, Brian. He's been very forceful in the way that he's been pronouncing this this Spurs midfielder's name. Is he right, or well, is he wrong? Let's start by saying that this how to say is not quite. I mean, it's only part. It's a partial how to say. It's like a two thirds how to say. Yeah, but it still needs music. Oh. It still needs a song. I was thinking maybe I the song that the song that I want for it is the song Everybody Hurts by REM. (laughs) Okay, that's a great choice. REM, Everybody Hurts. 
uh, it's not a full treatment version of how to say this week, mostly because we already know this player pretty well. What you may not know is that his full name is Bamidele what? Germain Ali. Hmm. His first name is Bamidele. Bamidele? His father is Nigerian, from the area known as Yoruba, in the southwestern and north central regions of Nigeria. It's about 40 million people. Hold on, hold on. You said southwestern and northeastern? North central. North central. I feel like that's a lot of directional, like. You're getting confused. Okay, that doesn't 40 million people Africa. speak that dialect in that particular part of Africa. There are a lot of examples of the name Dele out there, hmm. uh, including a Nigerian actor named Dele Oduli and a former defensive end for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in the CFL, whose name was Bamidele Ali. Same really? name, only Same only name? one L in the last name. Interesting. Thing is, there's not much out there in terms of the Yoruban pronunciation of the name or of the phrase Bamidele, which means literally, follow me home in Yoruba. Hmm. Interesting. But... You can find all the examples you want of nice English folks saying Delhi Alley. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, Scott, I know you said this. A lot of this this segment is based on your disdain of Arlo White. No, it is not. And his monk like devotion to the NBC pronunciation yeah, okay, guide, whose words yeah. are to be on your hearts, impress them on your children, talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them <laughs> on your foreheads. Amen. But. <laughs> Video evidence of Delhi himself shows that Delhi is pretty much right. Really? As long as we're going to take his word for it. There are two Spurs TV videos featuring himself and Eric Dyer. And Eric Dyer is his roommate and their team best friends. Many people have described their relationship as a bromance. Nice. Between Eric Dyer and, and... Delhi Alley. Delhi. Oh. So as much as it might pain you to hear it. Yeah. It's Delhi. Delhi. Delhi is straight from his mouth. Wow. Delhi as in Delhi sandwich. Like, like the meat a, shop. Yeah. Everybody hurts. Sometimes. <laughs> see, see, I, I, I wouldn't believe it if you hadn't told me that because the spelling is different. D-E-L-E-A-L-L-I. Yeah. So well, I figured they can't be pronounced the same way at the end of both names. I thought it's it's gonna, it's gonna close close. I mean, it ends up sounding more like Dele because it's t- it's uh, it's acute accents on the e's at the end of the word. And, what, and it gets Ali? is it Ali? no and uh, in the e's and Dele Dele. That just is too hard yeah, to do. In the, the Ali, yeah. And so nobody's gonna say that. So they say Deli Ali, Deli Ali. Yep. All right. Arlo White Sorry to disappoint hook. you. I, 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 I know you wanted Arlo White to die. You wanted to die a true. horrible, sir, easy, easy Arlo, death. I love we, Arlo White. I know. Listen, we this seem is to the like first him. time I think that we've agreed with the pronunciation. Dave is the one who hates Lee oh, Dixon. No. <laughs> I love Lee Dixon. Dave's got Lee Dixon. We former keep, Arsenal player, we right? Oh, yeah, no, hey, listen, I honestly I, don't I think that the former Gunner. I honestly don't think Delhi is a bad buy. Hmm. I, I know that I've, if their run of matches that's Wait, coming up... Wait, fantasy if, soccer talk? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't think he's a terrible buy just because he's not owned very much and, and he's been hurt and he's not as hurt 
and they're coming into a nice run of stretched. matches. That, that's interesting. So, I'm not ready to buy on him, but I couldn't argue I'm just against saying, it. Sure. Just a guy. I think he's. I think he's. Uh, he might be an easy Sun replacement. Yes. If you're still holding on to Sun. All right. Very interesting. Yep. Liverpool two, Sunderland nil. Liverpool grind out the win over the Black Cats, holding on to second place. The goals from Divock Origi, the sub. James Milner, another penalty kick. Second straight red, uh, clean sheet. Don't you? I mean, don't you feel like some of these haven't lost to this team since <laughs> since the Coolidge administration? Don't you feel like some of these some of sure. these team rivalries uh, or non rivalries don't the, doesn't it get kind of does it get old? Uh, no, it just makes me think we should do preview shows too. Just that Liverpool haven't lost to Sunderland in any match since two thousand twelve. <laughs> <laughs> and they are undefeated against Sunderland. Adam I don't think Liverpool is the only club that can say that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Do be, you know Jurgen Klopp clear. hasn't named the same starting eleven in forty-one games? Wasn't this the thing that broke that? Was it? I think it was. G- going into the match, I think these he, last. I think what, I think what? it was forty matches until this last week, and then it was the first time. What, in that 40 he matches. hadn't ca- that he the has same not starting kept 11. the starting same starting lineup. Yeah. Now a lot of that's going to be because of knocks yeah, here and there. I'm yeah. surprised by that. I Rotation. Feel like over the last five six weeks, it's been fairly injury. In, uh, one guy getting hurt. You know, Winaldo so being out, Henderson being Lallana. out, Lalana being out. Yep. It's just prevented that from happening, and a lot of that's due to the style of play. Uh, and it's gonna, it's you know, a new streak. If I'm right, and that streak did end. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to start over this week because yeah. Coutinho is reportedly so, out. Yeah, yeah, that's the um, Philip we Coutinho. Should, we should round up these injuries just on just on just Liverpool, Liverpool alone. So Coutinho is going to be out for five to six weeks, which will we will cover a little bit more. It's in a depth. lot of matches. It is a lot of matches. Don't you mean lo- don't you mean yeehaw? Coutinho's going to be out for five to six matches. No one's David? celebrating. No one's celebrating. No, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Yeah! Oh boy, <laughs> you you asked for that. I did. <laughs> it was actually kind of nice. <laughs> so, who's going to take his spot in the lineup, Scott? The Liverpool supporter that you are. Yeah. What's going to happen with Coutinho's spot? <sighs> Injuries are starting to add up a little bit. And Firmino. Sort of getting banged Firmino, up a little bit. A bit of a knock. Is Lalana going to be able to make it back this week? If he it, is, he's the obvious answer. Uh, and Chan stays in the lineup, who came in for Lalana when he went out. So if that's if that's the case, that's fine. But who's going to be the see... creator? Who's going to be playing behind? There, who's going to be playing the number ten? I want. There's. There's. This has been discussed because it's happened before. But there's an article on uh, fantasy football scout. Called, I, like, I like that site. Called the Firmino Theory. Dot UK, by the way. No, they dealt with this in, the, in that article a couple weeks ago when Coutinho was still in the lineup. But that's been the question for a long time is, what is it? What is Firmino and Coutinho without each other? Because they've, the they've created the most scoring opportunities as a pair, like for each other, than any other pair of mm. players in the Premier League. And so the evidence... For them, they say we can we can link to it. I think I'll send it. I can I can add it in there. But basically, their their final conclusion is it's a bit inconclusive because it's small sample size. Look, it's a bit inconclusive because of the small sample size. But it seems that Firmino becomes far more attacking 
whenever Coutinho's out. His shots per game go up. His creativity goes down for other players. He ends up taking more touches and shots in the box, at least in the small amount of time those two have been apart from each other. If Firmino's in there, this could be – it could be bigger for Firmino as much as it could be big for Origi. Who's going to get in there? I'm sure. A That's lot excellent he's information, Brian. Yeah, he's good. So it has nothing to do with answering my question of who was going to be playing. <laughs> no, but still, I mean, no, I'm no, just saying that that, it's, that no, definitely. It's good. You're there'll right. Be, there'll be a You're shuffle. saying Firmino's scoring value, honestly, maybe should go up a little bit. It has. It has gone up just in, in attacking. In attacking side. threat, yes. Yes. The ICT index, probably. Well, maybe, but he's already good in that. That's true. Scott. Yeah. It's either going to be a healthy Lalana if that exists. But if Lalana's not healthy, it's got to be Origi. There's no other choice. Origi goes to number the number. Well, 10 no, spot? they'll reshuffle. They'll reshuffle that, that well, front that's, three. I'm still so Origi will point. play in the middle. Who Mane will will probably have to do it. Who's going to be the creator in the middle? Not Mane. They're definitely. You can tell based on the way that the the public conversation is going. All these. Former players and Jurgen Klopp and current players are coming out saying we will do this without like we are we are not nothing without Coutinho. You can tell they're scared. They don't know. They don't have a clear answer yet. I'm just reading into the public. I thought Liverpool's midfield was so deep they had 40 guys who could play everywhere. Sure. It sure. seems like where there's a there's well. A, keep in mind you have a, a spot un, like who's going to Firmino who's not 100. percent You've got a Lallana is, a, is, is a choice. Out. Lalana is is the so guy. So with those two he's creators, he's the best answer. I agree. Those two guys being out, there's a there's a hole there. Well, and then then you go to the youth, and, and that's obviously unproven at this level. So yeah, I mean it's or it's does Milner be, move up? That's what I was trying to. You get. want Milner to get up to midfield, that, and you think we're going to see more Alberto I Moreno? I think at, Superman at, Milner at back. should move up to that spot, and Moreno mm. should get a run at, at defense. Mm. I th- if it's me. That's what I was trying to get, get to, out. Huh? Yes. I think if it was me, that's the choice I would make. Interesting. But again, what do I know? <laughs> well, you know some things. It'd be nice if Sturridge was healthy too, and obviously we didn't mention him, but Daniel Sturridge is also on that injury list. Right Hilarious now. quote from Klopp on Sturridge. He had a tight calf. He hasn't trained for two days, and I have no idea when he is back. <laughs> He's over. I it. think he's so annoyed with he's him. So I, over I hope that I think I Daniel hope, Sturridge might be West Ham United's next striker. I hope. I hope that in the January transfer. I period. hope that's the. I one. want him out of England. Do not go to another England club. That would be. I he's hope he's not leaving England. Yeah, but There's I hope so that's the. I want that to be the last line of Klopp's career memoir. <laughs> <laughs> well, he said during the offseason. Boom. Or maybe the Jurgen Klopp story. And the last line on the last page is, he had a tight calf. He hasn't trained for two days, and I have no idea when he is back. <laughs> the end. I, I still remember that. It might, I said the summer, but it might have been last spring, while the season was still going on, that Daniel Sturge needed to learn how to play with pain. Well, tight and calf. You can't, can't do much on a tight calf. You've had a tight calf before, haven't you? I have, and I could still play 90 minutes. Well, look. The big thing here, too. That's what are you gonna not do? True, by the way, <laughs> fair enough. What are you gonna do the, for the people who own Coutinho, which is still a good bit? You he's buy being, someone else on Liverpool. He's being shipped out as fast as possible. Sure. 
He's tra- transferred out you, almost half a million times already. His price has dropped to 8.6. I tell you what I'm probably 8. doing 8. this week. You want to know what I'm doing? Not that yeah, anyone know. possibly yeah, I want to know what you're doing. You know what I'm probably going to do this week? What? I am probably selling Lukaku, and I'm selling Coutinho, wow. and I am replacing them with Aguero and Zaha in your face, Scott. Oh, man. I don't think you could go wrong there. I, I don't think you could go wrong buying Zaha someone else. has been one of the hottest, and we'll get to that. Yeah, but we he's, will. Yeah. He's been in its time. a hot, in its time. hot player. You could. I'm just thinking for hot. his Zaha. price. Hot. Zaha. You, Zaha. It's, <laughs> it's hard to go higher. Because only Mane is close enough. But at this point, if you haven't done it already, it's now a point six difference between Mane and Coutinho. I think you stay in stay with Liverpool personally. I mean, if you, you risk, you're taking a risk because you have to. If you did it now, you're taking a risk going to Lalana. If you don't own Coutinho, or if you don't own Firmino, then that's the guy. Yes. Then you go to probably straight to Firmino, and that's it. But the other guys that are lower in that same range, Delhi. Theo Walcott is seven point eight, which I think is not a bad one. And the guy I think is the natural choice because he's been he's been transferred in so much already is Gilfie. Yeah, which which saves you, which at this point saves you over a dollar. Uh, I think that's the guy that's. I mean, a lot of people have transferred Gilfie in. Finally, I don't know what else to say. Instead of doing like like point is well, no, I, I I think that's what I was trying to figure out was do I. Replace Lukaku and Coutinho, who that's I am changing those two guys out. So right. do I go big with Aguero and then someone lesser cost wise like Zaha who's been hot? Yeah, and or, way down. And into or the go with go with someone like Harry Kane and a Gilfie. In other words, someone in between. So I mean I, I just those are I the choices think, you I just make. think for money, you, you know, it's it's tough. I mean, you can keep a whole big you could do a uh, easily get a gigantic bank. Uh you could Keep it really close, you know, within values. But I mean, they're definitely just, it's a decision that needs to be made ASAP. I'll say about two months ago, we were lamenting how hard fantasy soccer was because you really couldn't count on anybody from week to week. What's really great now is that there's multiple options. This is where it gets fun, where you have multiple options, multiple you know courses that you could take. You've got to choose your own adventure, pick one and go with it, it's and true. hope it sticks. This the, is good. Jo- uh, why, why did I just start to call you Josh? Oh, why no, did I just a- want to name you Josh? <laughs> Scott, yes, as you love to say, yeah, more narratives are mm. developing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. with Gilfie Sigurdsson being a viable, right? You are Tim, viable play. <laughs> Tim, as in, I don't know, man. Sure, we, you started this. Tim and Josh and and Eric. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Who's next on the docket? Burnley one. Manchester City, two. City got so lucky. Listen, the theme of this weekend, City stay in third. The top four all win, but they had to grind it out. As I told you on Slack. They got lucky from the opening moments. The struggle was real. When, when. No one goes into turf more and just owns the place unless you're Burnley. Was it Otamendi who shoved Hendrick in the back in the box early on? It was pretty early in the match, and it was one of the, I think it was one of the, I, I for sure it was Hendrick. It was like, absolutely Otamendi, and it absolutely should have been a penalty. And it should have been a penalty, and the bright sunshine saved them. I tweeted out about that from our account. I hope you guys don't mind. So Black smudges versus white short smudges. That's all that it was. And if you were not watching it in HD, it was even worse. Not that anyone well, should at this point. It, when I saw that, I thought, who approved 
these kits being this they're being that close to the same color. Turf more for a midday match. That should never happen again. Burnley just one win in their last twelve versus City. They've they've scored twelve goals this season. By the way, Dean Marnie scores for Burnley, which is great goal. Sergio, it was a great goal. Sergio, 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 with the brace. There you go for City. Yeah, sparing a lot of people a lot of headache who were fretting up to the up to the announcement of lineups on Saturday morning. He costed his goals. Hmm. Two little to, two his, little five yes. foot toe pokes. Yes. Uh Burnley have twelve goals this season. Eleven of them have been at home. Compared to City, City has scored twenty nine goals. Seventeen of them have been scored away. What do you think about that? City seventeen of their twenty nine goals have been scored on the road. My first thought is how many matches have they played on the road compared to at home? I gotta believe that for the most people, other than Liverpool having that weird offset in the beginning, it, it's got to be close to fifty-fifty. Uh, but I don't know that for a fact. <laughs> can you yeehaw another roundup for us? Yeehaw! Is that really shrill in people's ears? It's you think? probably gonna hurt them. <laughs> Look, it, you had big names and near absences and absences in this one. Tom Heaton out again. Yeah. With a calf injury. Everyone's favorite Tom You know Heaton. Tom Heaton had not missed a match since signing with Burnley in 2013? You know Tom Heaton didn't miss a match ever until he started a game for the English national team? <laughs> well, look. The curse of the three Lions. God. He's still a doubt for this week. It, that's, that's, already, yeah. that's already been said. This is, that's major for a guy who was number one. Was the number one goalkeeper He's lost for a his good spot chunk of the season? Because of this past week, can't get assists when you're, or can't get, uh, can't get saves when you're can't not on, when you're not in between the posts. Aguero, Sergio Aguero had so many people deciding whether or not not just to, not just to play him, but whether or not to keep him. I'm sure a lot of people, if he had, if he had been announced, if it had been announced prior to in enough time, I think he would have been transferred out a ton going into this, but. Congrats to anybody who held on to him uh, and kept him in the lineup, and even captained him. A lot of people captained him. This Thirty-three round. goals in his past thirty-four Premier League appearances for Manchester City. Definitely worth holding on to. Um, but you're right; it is always a risk. Manchester City continues to be a fantasy soccer enigma. Uh, the Champions League forcing it, it, a rotation. It wasn't early in the season, but it is now. I mean, other than than Kevin De Bruyne. Who has gone Did on not a cold start. Mr. Immune to Rotation got rotated. Yes. John Stones as well. Pep Guardiola, other than Aguero, rotates almost everyone. Yep. Like, who do you, how do you even know who to play? And I think you it's kind of cooled people down. I think it's kind of broken yeah. up some yeah. consistency. Yeah, you want some weird, lineups. you want some weird Raheem Starling stats? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Where's he gone? Entering the match. This needs music. Yes, um, let's get, um, I don't know, you got to find something really good. Okay. Uh, no, uh, there's, there's, there's too close. There's too, too, too on the spot. I can't think of a song for Raheem <laughs> Sterling. Entering the match had made 104 touches in the opposition box, the most of any Premier League player. Without scoring? 
No, no, he just made the most just, touches inside the box. So whether that was passes or you know whether it was just. You think him. he tries to like get that record, like he just dribbles into the edge of the box, touches a bunch of times, and then goes back goes out. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Treats it like the, like a three second violation yeah, for a big man in basketball. Sure. This is not a basketball this is, podcast. No, he look like he had a decently productive match. He had three chances created in the box. He had one shot that was blocked in the box. He had 44 points in the first six weeks, and he's had 11 total since. Like, I just feel like he's got a—he's a guy that has the opportunity to turn it around. Because it's not like he's not getting minutes. You know what happened to Raheem Sterling? He started a few games for the English national team. Are you really <laughs> going to blame everything on that? It's, it fits. I think the English nationals would <laughs> agree with everything I'm saying. Look, he's only had three matches of less than 60 minutes, and one of those he was a complete did not play. Yeah. So it's not like, I mean, it's just weird because it's more than you can say for most of the rest of their midfielders. He's been really good, was, really, like, was a top 10 guy in the first six matches, and then has just off the cliff but not for lack of playing time and not for lack of creativity and, and attack. Are we, uh, Yaya Toure started his second game in a row. What do we yeah. make of that? Uh, and or is it worth it? I mean, he didn't score, did not assist. He scored two in his first game. I just don't know what to make of it. He's still Yaya. He still powers well, he down. He wasn't great last year. He was two years ago. He was really good. Last year, he wasn't. Now, maybe that was, you know, a falling out with the coaching staff or maybe he was injured, you know, I don't know what to make of him yet, and I don't know. He's not expensive. He's a 7.7, but I, I just – He's I, one of those players, his performance is entirely based on his mood, and you can't you can't predict that in fantasy soccer. You just can't. He's going to have great weeks like last week, and then he's going to have non-existent anonymous weeks like he did this past week. Well, but, I mean, a lot of the players for Burnley uh, – Aguero got a, what I felt like a couple lucky tap-ins. I mean, that second bur- that second goal that he had – it was one of the craziest scrambles in front of the goal that you'll ever see. It burnt, two Burnley players were about to clear it, and they kicked each other, for God's sakes. <laughs> and then Nolito got it and crossed it into Aguero. Anyways. I, I say no, but I could be wrong. If, if you say yes, It was the fine. whole of City. No one was doing a whole lot of much of nothing against at Turf Moor. I easily see Yaya now entering into this uh, unpredictable rotation. And so who knows? Who really knows? Arsenal 3, Bournemouth 1. Arsenal stay in fourth, but they had to work for this one as well. Alexis with the brace. Theo Walcott puts one in again as well. Uh, clean sheet taken away by Callum Wilson. Penalty kick. Come on, you gunners! Speaking of weird home road splits, Arsenal have conceded nine goals at home and only four. Four goals they, away. They were better on the road last year, and I, I don't understand It's that. because the Emirates isn't really a great place to play, right? Yeah. I'm. Listen, as a fan, I, I tend to agree with that. I mean, they made it more of a – I mean, it has a reputation. Like West does. Ham, when they moved into their London Stadium earlier this year, too. and the joke was that it was like the Emirates. Well, I think soccer in uh, – soccer <clears> – <throat> I think football slash soccer, a battle slash basketball slash basketball. But well, no, it's seriously in, in basketball would be the same thing. <laughs> the, the closer the seats, the more expensive, right? Okay. The people who can afford the closer seats tend to not be the rowdier people. I'm with you. Like in in American sport, in American college sports, 
you have student sections oftentimes that are like right up on the basketball court or in the football stadium or whatever. Very close. Yep. Very rowdy atmospheres. Yes. So I think they miss that at the Emirates. I mean, oftentimes what, what they do have is the away fans are in their section are sitting closer to the pitch, like pretty much mm. right on the pitch, and they are crazy rowdy. And the home fans aren't so much and or they're higher up where the, the, the seats. I think they need to figure out some ways to get around that. Very interesting. I'm going to submit that to the Arsenal board. Yeah, put that in the suggestion box. Call up Stan. Stan. And uh, see, see what you want to do. You want to injury round up all of your Arsenal men? Yeah. <laughs> Matthew, debut she. Oh, sad moment. Uh, 15, listen, I felt, I felt bad for that guy. 15 minutes. He, Arsene Wenger says he thinks it's a severe one. Yeah, he's been waiting, kind of waiting for a uh, uh, two years ago. He came in, expected to get be the starter, and this young buck, he got injured. He he did start. He started two years ago, and, and then this young guy came along named Hector Bellerin. He got a few starts, and Bellerin never gave up the position until recently, where Bellerin got a slight knock. Was out for four or five weeks, and Debushi ironically gets another chance to take back his position, and it kind of stinks, man, to see someone come back in mm. and then get hurt in the first game. I mean, it, unfortunately, that's just age, I guess, but it happens. It happens. It felt felt bad for him, but fantasy relevance it doesn't mean anything. But go ahead, Brian. Giroud. No. No. S'il vous plaît. Oh no, he'll he'll be fine. He finished the match but felt a twitch in the back of his hamstring, and they hope the damage is not too bad. Should be okay. Theo Walcott had a toe issue during the week last week, but he ended up playing. He subbed off early, but it sounds like it was just precautionary. Yeah. Um, Doesn't it? Wanger. Wanger does not think that it will affect him next week. No. They um the the club's deep enough where they can they can handle a few injuries in a few places. Um, I think the club will be better when Santi Cazorla gets back on the pitch, gets back in the side. But that's I don't know if you he's he might he might milk that Spanish recovery as long as he possibly has can. Has he made it back from Barcelona yet? Bro? I don't know if he has. Um, if Giroud misses any time, he has been in quotes the super sub. His last four games: twelve, one, seven, and four. So. In sub time, yeah, that's those it's are pretty good. Most people, most people would sign up for that. Well, that's good. Fast math there, Fast Scott. Math. Thank you. He's, wow, he's he's on like an Ian Acho type Calculator scoring scoring streak of uh, goals yeah. per touch. Yeah, the difference though, not is just that shots on target versus shots off target. Like when Drew came in in the seventy, I think it was the seventy fifth minute in this match. Yeah, I smiled because I said, well. Well, this one what's interesting, I'll tell you what I noticed when, when he came in, is Arsenal, he did not come in for Sanchez and play in, the, in the, the striker position. It seemed like Arsenal then went to a 4-4-2 with Sanchez and Giroud up top. Ozil moved to a wing along with Chamberlain, who came in for Walcott. He was on the other wing. And then Xhaka and Elneny were in the middle. And then and I think Ramsey came in for uh, for for Jaka. But anyways, those guys were, were in Ramsey the middle. Ramsey came in for the Ox. So I can't remember. But bottom line, it's hard is, to keep them straight. Their formation changed, right? Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. I also thought 
when uh, Sanchez's second goal, Giroud passed back to him. Sanchez put the goal in. They had this weird uh, embrace on mm-hmm. the ground, like oh, Sanchez man. on top of Giroud. It was Football a as adult film. Um, and uh, but I felt like it kind of showed that hey, there's no there's no bad blood there, even though they're both for the most part been been competing for the same. There's position. also so- no self awareness. Very very well, very well. <laughs> Moving Actually, on, I thought about that immediately, and I forgot, and you reminded me, and now I can't stop thinking about the way they just laid there on the pitch. Yes, it was a little. I'm looking at it, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> someone get up. Um, hey, Sanchez. Did someone pause my TV. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sanchez, obviously you're not removing him if you have him in your, your fantasy lineups. He's, he's a robot. He's not going anywhere. Uh, Walcott, Brian, is an interesting, interesting suggestion. Uh, yeah, a lot of people got rid of cold. him. Yeah. He had been a little cold fantasy-wise. Gets a goal this week. He still looks like he's playing very well. I can't say that taking him out of the lineup would be bad. The only other thing I'd say fantasy relevant is with now Debushi and Bellerin out. Bellerin's not coming back till December 17th. Someone else to fill those spots that are cheap defenders. An Arsenal schedule is decent coming up. Is either Gibbs or Jenkinson, and I don't know which one yet. But Gibbs is a 4.8 defender, Jenkinson a 5.0. Arsenal's upcoming schedule at West Ham, Stoke, at Everton, at City. So yeah, their run is still really good. It's still pretty good for the yeah, and after that, it's good too. So obviously, the City blip. United won. West Ham won Zlatan with his seventh goal of the season. Diafra Sacco scoring for the Hammers. Is it too late? In addition to my bet with you that Zlatan wouldn't score more than 12 goals this year, which I know is looking like a bad bet on my part. Is it too late, though, to add into that that I think Mourinho's going to get banned from the touchline for more than 12 matches this year? Wow. No, because I wouldn't bet against that. <laughs> Although... Is it is it too late to take bets on will Mourinho get sacked at Christmas? I don't think so. They're gonna no. I don't think so. They'll they'll give him time. He'll he'll have a little bit more time. He's still in in what sixth place in the table? Not far. Yeah, you want to know about you want to know a great Mourinho stat? Yeah, Brian. Sure. Do you? I'm asking if you. Do. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't want to <laughs> just throw the stat on you. Sure. No. No. I. What is this? Sanchez on top of Giroud? Forced forced hugging? Yeah, I'm so glad you found a way to bring that back. In each of Mourinho's five seasons managing a Premier League team, whatever his position, whatever position his team was after 12 matches was the final position of the team for that season. Really? Yeah. Where did you get that stat? Because that at four four two stat zone three four five stat zone. No, it is not three four five. It is four four two. Those guys are awesome. Stat zone. They were sixth entering the match. They are still sixth. They feel like a like a solid sixth place place team. team. So in other words, they could have stayed with LVG. We would all have just as much managerial talk. Oh, we'd have more. Would be better. It would, it would, it would be. I mean, Mourinho, what did he do? Kick a bottle? Yeah, he got, he, he got set off. Sets into the, the... Yeah, at hey, least he didn't flop on the sidelines. Is Latan worth bringing back in the? Yeah, of course he is. Lukaku? Yeah, yes. The last of two games he's played, he's had a twelve and a nine. We said the their run of their match run here is 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 pretty good coming up. I mean, they go at Everton and then home Spurs, so not ideal at Everton. Everton. 
you know, Everton's been slumping. Though. Oh yeah, we'll they get are. To them. Yeah, they are very slumping. Brother Matt's going to be rubbing it in my face. And then Spurs at home, nobody likes that. But then at Palace, and then at West Brom. I mean, these are Zlatan. Who are you going to stop him? You can't stop him. No, you're not stopping him. Is it Scott? You mentioned last week. If we knew when Juan Mata was playing, is he's worth he's worth being in your lineup? So he's yeah. seven point five. He's played four games in a row. Okay. Is it worth playing? Is it easy worth trusting? I don't think he. I don't think Jose changes that right now. I don't think he has a reason to. I have said that before and got burned by Jose, <laughs> by Jose, Jose, Marina, and Juan, and Juan. Um, I don't. I don't think. I, I think. You I think, think it's going to stick think this it's time. Safe. I think it's safe. What about um, Pogba? Pogba had a beautiful assist to. It was a nice play. Um, his last three games, he's had eight, two, and a five. Paul Pogba, eight point two. He's in the Coutinho range. He's cheaper than Coutinho, but is. I mean, is is that worth a switch? I don't know. Probably, I think there's too many. Not, right? There's too many players at lower prices that are more worth that. I mean, Wilfred I've been Zaha. down on Capu for yeah. weeks, but I'd put Capu in before I put Pogba. Okay. All right. Um, what do we think? What are we to make of Antonio and Payet for West Ham? Are those guys Antonio six point eight Payet? Payet's expensive. Nine point two. What are you getting? He, I mean, this is the second. So, so in their in their death run here, they have a they, get, a, they have a a late heartbreaking loss to Spurs at Spurs. They get a draw against Manchester United. So they're they're doing they're it's doing okay. They uh, got Arsenal this so week, they, yeah. and then at Liverpool. So they so if they can and the way Arsenal looked, would you be surprised of anything in the Arsenal no. West Ham match? No. It didn't exactly go the way anyone expected last year. My question no, no, no. My question for West Ham is who's playing striker? Because uh, Sako, out. Yeah. I can't do it. Right. Sako's gonna be out. I tried to turn that one. Like now. they can get less production oh, from gosh. a striker position. I mean, Andy Carroll no. on the horizon. Assessed ahead of this week, they will make the decision by is the Hattrick end of the Andy week. Carroll possibly able to come into this. They match? will decide if it's not this week, it'll probably be next week against Liverpool. Very Arsenal always tends to be aerial challenged, so it'd be a good week for him to show back up if you're West Ham. Ah uh, man, West Ham is so unpredictable just because of injury and these yeah. these results. Speaking of unpredictable, and we got to move on. Yeah. What has happened to Martial? Martial, Does anyone know? Send out a search party, Brian. Martial had... <laughs> Send out the search party. This is what happens when you can't manage your personal life yeah. off the field with your professional life on the field. It's true. If the tabloids are be, to be believed, that he uh, he's, he's being affected by the lack of a personal relationship that once existed in his life. Mm. Yeah. That's tough. He, he's get, a, he's a he real got paid. People. He got paid, and then he, and he, went, and then he went squiffy. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, he's off British man. English is so much better than American English that's fantastic because I know Some, you didn't just you sometimes. had read that somewhere there's no, no way no. you just came up with that <laughs> did you just come up with no, that? no look it's from it's what uh, oh what's the guy I can't remember he's in Hot Fuzz that's oh, what he okay, talks right, about right, the, right, he talks Nick about Frost. crime statistics no it's not Nick Frost uh, okay, we'll keep moving on <laughs> All right. let's move on <laughs> Southampton one, Everton nil. Charlie Austin, keep the faith, man. He's he's a striker in form he right now. He should have had another. 
Another At clean least sheet. One other. Another clean sheet as well for the Saints defense. And uh, what do we make about this uh, Josh Sims starting ahead of Shane Long and looking good? Who is that kid? Well, that's what everyone was asking. Um, yeah, that's. I have a question mark next to Sims. <laughs> on my okay, sheet. so I guess I'm not getting answers from you guys. Is he even on the fantasy? Can he even be selected? You remember, like last year, Awobi couldn't be selected. Oh, that's a great for, question for a certain, for a certain amount of time. I'm gonna yeah. look into that is right Sims now. Is Sims even able to be selected? Hey, that's why they don't listen, exist. Yeah. Brother Matt, in my face. What Everton? I have. He he gets to. He gets to to gloat. I don't, I don't know what's happened to Everton. I don't think they're done for the year. They're still seventh. Th- I know, yeah. but they should. Okay. they could fa- be okay. much higher. Your point's fair. Look, sh- could they be in fifth? Yes. Sh- could they be in fourth? Probably not. Right. Yeah. So we're literally saying, "Hey, Everton, what's happened to you? Instead of being fifth, you're seventh. That's not a huge drop, but for fantasy relevance wise, man, they've lost. Yeah. They they've lost there's, some strength now. There's really no one that you're going to, right? No, not no. No one. I'm selling literally Lukaku no one, and I'm I'm holding on everyone else. I mean, it's just not, in my yeah, opinion, yeah. not worth one, it. One one shot off target from outside the box for Lukaku. I mean, that's. I mean, they he's they're seventh, but still, if they drop a little more, I mean, this is you just hear. In the background, Ronald Koeman saying that Lukaku's too good for Everton, kind of softly whispering to you and just wonder, like, yeah, I mean, how much longer can this guy... Well, and it's optics, too, right? I mean, it's the fans booing because they know what opportunities have been lost. It's it's how they look. It's it's how poorly they've they've played together. They're yeah. not 11 best friends. And they're next they're not. four. Well, and that's Maybe what I was next about to four, get to. Dave. Yeah, Man United at Watford... And Watford's been playing well. Yeah. Arsenal, Liverpool. Good luck. I mean, at least Good you luck, get th- at least you get three of those four it, at home. It sounds like still. It sounds like though that they're dropping to more places. They very like well, night to they tonight. They very well could. And Southampton, I mean, their their amazing run, like I said last week, goes until February. Southampton. Yeah. I mean, I bought Charlie Austin this week. Finally, yeah. was happy to do it. I mean, I really think. You could max out on Southampton players. You could. I you, think. You I could, think that's you fair. You could go. You could go Charlie Austin, uh, and you could. You could. Well, at least two. You could do two defenders, or you could do one defender would, and. You could Redmond. do Charlie Austin and, and a defender. And, you could and, do Josh Sims. or Fraser Forster. And it might be time to buy Redmond. And Forster might be a replacement for Tom Heaton. But this might be a time to buy Nathan Redmond. The only thing with the only thing with the defense and with Forster, Southampton is number one now. In shots allowed on target per game, they're the number one. They're the number one defensive. They they lead in that particular statistic in the Premier League right now. Kudos to Fantasy Premier League Premier League.com. Josh Sims is available at four point five pounds. <laughs> Six that. points this uh, this first match. Nothing again for Everton. Hey, does it Sad. shock anyone that South the Southampton? Their academy produced someone else. Yep. No, it's. Not. I mean, it's just. It's amazing. Just. I'm excited for when Liverpool are going to buy him in about a year and a half. I'm excited for Le- Arsenal buying Virgil Van Dyke. <laughs> I hate the fact that there are already January rumors. I do a quick search of all the like top headlines for every team, 
And it, all, like for the last three weeks December's, already, it's been all about Scott, January transfer. December's I don't, here. Let's live in the present. Can we just enjoy what we have but while that's we not, have it? That's not a good news cycle. Oh, shit. Well, then we're being lazy. All right, moving or uh, anyways, other than other than that, Everton sell sell all your Everton players, buy as many Southampton as you can, sort of, right? I mean, that's sort of what we're saying. That's exactly right. Mo- moving on. Watford nil, Stoke one. The only goal in this one, an own goal for for Heralia own goalmies. <laughs> wow, look at you! <laughs> you jumped on that one. Yes, look I did. As, I've been wanting to say that for all, the entire day. Not that it has much fantasy relevance, but Miguel Britos was sent off with a double yellow in this one. Anything we want to say? Brian, Stoke, you want to buy anybody on Stoke? Look, I don't want to buy anyone on Stoke. Does this uh, change your mind about anyone we've discussed uh, from Watford? PremierLeague.com is, is giving a little plug for Lee Grant, yeah. Stoke goalkeeper, because <laughs> sure. he's had a, they've had a good run of, of matches here. We talked about it before. This is the end of their run of fine matches. They are now entering into a tougher stretch coming up. But Jack Butlin's not getting his job back right away. Isn't Even that if funny? He's, fu- he's in full training, and Grant's been really good for them. Um, you want to talk about how Charlie Adam, who said that it shouldn't have counted? Well, that's uh, you're setting me up for the... I know, but is it fantasy relevant? Honorary fantasy half point yeah, it is. that I want to uh, assign. Oh, I'm going to give it... This this is it, it's it's always given. I give it to somebody. It doesn't matter. It has no meaning. It's a half point that doesn't exist. But I give it away to someone like who either had a great story I liked, or uh, you know, it has to do with something that we wouldn't otherwise talk about in a fantasy sure. soccer podcast. In this case, though, uh, Charlie Adam is the recipient of my weekly honorary half point. Yeah. For <laughs> for admitting that. For being honest. For being honest. That he, uh, he committed a foul just before the winning goal was scored. Here's the exact quote. I think it was a foul, really. I pushed him, but we will take it. It's a great win. <laughs> Charlie Adam, for your uh, refreshing honesty, you get my honorary half point. Uh, there's not anything else. No. Troy Deeney is stuck on 99 goals. It kind of felt like the match that didn't happen. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. happened, but it, doesn't, it had no meaning whatsoever, and we're just going to carry on to next week. Nothing changed. Yeah. Right? You know what I just did right there, Brian? You turned the page. I did turn the page. Oh, great. Here's one that maybe mattered. Swansea 5, Crystal Palace 4. All right, here we go. Gilfie, Leroy Fur with 2, Llorente with 2, Wilfried Zaha, James Tompkins, a Jack Cork own goal, and then just because he felt like he had to, Christian Benteke scored as well. I don't know what will be better than this match for the rest of the year. But not the whole match. Just like the last 30 minutes. Yeah. That's where seven goals were scored. Sure. <laughs> it was still, it was such a great. It was Nine such goals a, in the game. It was such a great, it was such a great thing to watch. It was so frantic. Bob Bradley and, was so happy. It made and, me happy. Yeah. Uh, Swansea's first win against Palace in their last six. Uh, November is terrible for Swansea too. Uh, they've only had four wins in their last 20 matches in November. And this broke a streak of seven losses in November in a row. Gilfie is a must own. We've talked about Leroy Fur at other points in the year. And I still own that guy. Do you, you really? still yeah. own Fur? Yeah. Because, wow. well, it's like, it's in that it's same. Like the it's thing, the right? same thing with Kapu. I'm, there's not anybody that's in that same range. Well, now Zaha a little bit. But 
But Ferris in the top 15 in scoring? Zaha's last five games. You have a man crush on Zaha. Six, five, six, ten. And he almost, and um, it was, he's the one that forced the own goal. So he scored once and then forced the the assist on the own goal. He's in amazing form. Right now, regardless of what you want, he is Zaha's form well, right yeah. now. But last year, we said he put the ha on Zaha with his inability. And now to put the a shot only on ha that is anyone saying, and Zaha is the people who are smart enough listen, to pick him up. Guy, a few listen, weeks this ago. guy United had him right, and they wanted him to be one of their next great midfielders. It's not a talent thing; it's been a head thing for him. Yeah. His head seems to be maturing, and he's starting to come into form. At 5.4, it is a good fantasy own. I still think, too, that the ceiling is higher than what we've seen because he hasn't... Well, then he's on I, I his think, way up. Exactly. I, my point is that yeah. with Benteke in the middle, I think that there's even more opportunity for those two to link up and, and put more goals in the net together. So I think, I think Zaha could even still improve with Benteke on the pitch. Swansea scored all five goals on set pieces. Wow. Sigurdsson's, Sigurdsson's free kick. Gilfy. Furs, both back posts tap in, kicks from from Sigurdsson. And then Lorente's kicks. I mean, L- Sigurdsson had a, a part in almost every single goal. Yeah. Gilfy has a part in almost every single goal that they've had ever since he started playing Fair for enough. them. So fa- fa- fantasy wise, other than Gilfy and Zaha, in my opinion, I don't. there's no one else I want to own. It's I'm not going to hate you for owning fur. That's not a bad own. Keep I, an eye, though, on the manager situation. Alan Pardue allegedly being given a couple more weeks, and then and then he might be gone. And you never know what the new new manager effect will be anytime something like that happens midseason. Leicester 2, Middlesbrough 2. Leicester get lucky. Couple you want to say bye kicks. to Connor Wickham for his ACL tear? Yeehaw! Oh. Go ahead. No, I would just feel bad. He tore his right ACL. Will he be back? Done for will this. he be back in April? He might be back in April. When he scores goals, the only time it's ever worth <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't seem like it. It seems like his season I is. I feel over. bad for. I, I, there's certain. It's a, it's a major. It's not just a knock. That's a major injury. You know? Yeah, I, I hate to see that for anyone. Yeah. All right. What were you gonna say? Uh, Leicester get lucky. Riyad Mahrez do, and man. Islam Slimani with yeah. penalty kick goals. They're getting relegated. You know this, right? No, I don't know. Alvar like, Negredo. You know, Everyone bought him when he had a great opening match, and that was a mistake. But he scores two in this one, so maybe he's back a little. Come on, Scott. Maybe you poo pooed him from the beginning. You're not going to bring him up not, now, no, are he's, you? He's, he's, I'm not buying him. The Certainly only thing not. that about the, that's weird, I feel like, with Negredo is that 12.3 percent of Premier League owners still have him in their roster. Are they just not paying attention? Did they quit? I don't know. I he's, think they had him like beginning of the year and then they quit he had 20 attempts on goal without scoring it was 11 11 consecutive matches 20 attempts on goal no goal in 11 matches and then of course he gets a brace of course he does (laughs) yeah that's the premier league that's the that's the end of leicester and middlesbrough except that leicester if if this were last season everyone would be maxing out on leicester players for the next 10 weeks because their schedule on paper looks amazing and it kind of doesn't matter because they're not they're still Leicester they're mid-table they're two years Leicester two years ago Leicester not last year's Leicester and Middlesbrough this was cruel to them they are not as as uh as bad I mean we we've joked about they got bailed out I mean Middlesbrough should have won this game yeah no question they and it wasn't Middlesbrough 
Middlesbrough's fault. Man, that's difficult. <laughs> I think Leicester are just trying to pad their their taken and made penalty kick stats. I agree. Yeah, it's pretty pretty stunning. Final match: Hall one, West Brom one. Michael Dawson and Gareth McCauley. Can you avoid playing Gareth McCauley at this point? No way, not at that price. He stays in my lineup. Yeah, that's a that's a good call. If he's not in your lineup, then you're just dumb. West Brom is uh, <laughs> they're pretty good. Although I uh, this is where I give uh, my Cameron Jerome Wasteful Player of the Week award. It's got to go to Solomon Rondon. He oh, puts boy. in that header in stoppage time in the second half. West Brom go to sixth in the table. He misses it, and so they languish still in ninth. But still, West Brom are this good. Points, this points dropped. West Brom dropped points in that game. There's no doubt about it. They, Hull, they, they should have done better. Hull Back conti- to normal, right? Hull continue to have more points in their first two matches than in all matches since. Wow. And West Brom was 20 minutes from winning three matches in a row for the first time ever under Tony Pulis. Wow. Back to normal indeed. And Matt Phillips, against all odds, continues his fine fine form. I mean, the thing that if you're Swansea and Bob Bradley, the thing that you take comfort in, aside from coming off of a win, is that Hull are so bad and Crystal Palace are so bad. Like There are some years where it's like, well, they're not terrible, but like there's a clear, like we're definitely bottom three material. There's a lot of clubs that are bottom three material right now in the league. This could be the most exciting relegation battle that we've ever seen. Ever. <laughs> ever. Well, we're there, Dave. We made it. We did. Now that we got here, do we think that was a good pot or not? I mean, because we kind of referenced that. I think in the it beginning. had its moments. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I think it had its Maybe. moments. I think I think you're probably. Right. I'm going to listen to it. It did fine. Yeah, it'll do, it'll serve its purposes. <laughs> people should, people should listen to us. Hey, listen, we're at the end of the pod. You can always find us on our website at. That's not true. It's not an at there. Just go to our website fantasysoccerfc.com. You can find us on Twitter at fantasysoccerfc. This is David. For Scott, for Brian, until next time.